Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So, we, uh, so we've got a fitness coach, uh, Dan, who will be joining us in a second, actually. He's actually waiting, and I'm conscious of that. Um, and I, I'm probably just going to ask him to come in. We can carry on having our conversation. Yeah, yeah, fine. He can join in as well. Yeah. But, Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that you won't put us through our paces and get us to do some fitness work in here. Well, <laughs> I, I don't mind, but this will be really interesting for me because yeah. I've had um, um, a long love affair with fitness and sport. Yeah. And, and I know that it, for periods of my life when I do tend to jump into situations very, some people would say obsessively. Right. I would just say enthusiastically. Um, and you know, and I and it's all things like you know big challenges, physical challenges, or weightlifting, or you know cross country runs, or you know stuff like that. So yeah, um, yeah, it'd be interesting to talk to him. And I thought about, and when I was at school, I wanted to be my first choice of career. I wanted to be a PT instructor in the army. Okay. And here I am. A flute player and a neurodiversity coach consultant. Funny how life just I takes know. a turn, isn't you it? You never but know. Still, no regrets. No. 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 Just no. you know, you just go with a go with what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Dan, Dan is coming in in a second. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, come through. Here he comes. Hi there. Hello. Hi Dan. How are you? Hi. Hi Dan. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you? you. All right. Thanks. I'll just so move my Dan, shoes Dan, Sophie, Sophie, Dan. First podcast I've done. So. Sorry, gone. So if I mess up. <laughs> oh, no, you're no saying it's messing up. You're saying it's the first podcast you've done. I've done one before. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Amazing. Are you? Yeah. You want to grab the? Yeah. The headphones. Okay. Yeah. Can you hear yourself? I can. Perfect. Excellent. Thank you. So we, 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 we um, me and Sophie, we were just doing a quick introduction about yourself okay. uh, as a uh, as a fitness coach. Yeah. You came to my attention through uh, a, cl- a mutual client of That's ours, right, yeah. and uh, I was fascinated. I looked on your website, I looked on your social media, Thank and you. particularly the neurodivergent element of your fitness, and I thought, you know, that, that's something interesting. We need to bring you in, Thank just you. to have a conversation about you yeah. and about your journey in this kind of field of ADHD. Mm. So. Um, maybe if we can maybe kickstart with that actually so yeah just tell us a bit more about what brought you into this ADHD space Um, okay so I was diagnosed myself last year with ADHD uh, and that comes from uh, my son 
as ADHD. And I noticed a lot of different, uh, a lot of similarities between myself and him and myself as a child. So I, um, uh, you know, it's kind of answered a lot of questions uh, in, in my childhood, especially, and the way I act and how I think I'm, the cliche, I feel that I'm different to other people. So that's kind of how that arose. But coming into it from the fitness side of things, I worked uh, for the NHS in mental health for three years. And I saw the benefits, the powerful benefits that exercise brings to people with mental health issues. And it's just kind of naturally progressed from there into ADHD and autism. So yeah, that's kind of where it comes from. Wow. So what age were you diagnosed with ADHD? 45. 45. Yeah. Again, late diagnosis. Yeah. Um, so, so, Sophie's the yeah. same. I was 49. And so, yeah, with, with the actual work that you do with your clients. So, um, yeah, do you want to tell us, particularly with the client group, the ones with ADHD, how, how, what kind of support do yeah. you give them that through your fitness regime? So, so the, the, the exercise itself doesn't differ a great deal to neurotypical people. It's how you engage with the client it's how so how uh, from start you need to engage you need to um get like a, a nice format going build the trust then i can engage the exercises a lot of pushing a lot of pulling a lot of impact work um and i work through a, a, a different system and towards the end of the session i then start to regulate especially the younger um, clients that I have, I then start to regulate them so they've had a rush of, of happy brain chemicals and then they can leave happy and enjoy the rest of the day without being too elated. Mm. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. When, so, when you say younger mm. clients, mm. oh sorry, when you say younger clients, mm. what's what's the youngest that you Six. work with? Oh wow, yeah. oh, amazing. See, yeah. I didn't realise, I assumed you just work with adults. But. No, I work with adults as well, but the difference is that the children come to me um, and they're usually brought by carers, parents, uh, or some sort of facility. Mm. So they don't necessarily want to be there to start with, and that's what I've got to engage straight away. Whereas adults, they come off their own back, they have an agenda, they want to lose weight, they want to learn to box, whatever it might be. So that's a lot easier. Um, but for the younger neurodivergent uh, clients, I've got to do a lot more work right from mm. the start. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, how would you motivate a six-year-old to engage in some sort of fitness exercise? So I don't, I don't know if you've seen, for example, one of my videos shows that I, I play rock, paper, scissors. Mm. Right. Okay, so it's, it's just a great little technique that that <laughs> if, I, if, if I win, he's got to do the exercise. If he wins, I've got to do it. And of course, I keep going until he's done enough. So it's done through play, so you do it through play. A lot play. of it is, yeah. yeah. It's engaging yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that part of the brain. Mm. The boxing works really well because it keeps them stimulated and focused because there's so many different variables. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's a great one, the boxing. They, and it's a way of venting frustration. Mm. Yeah. Um, without any, they can almost be, not destructive, but it, in a good way, they, you know, the impact from the, the punching of the pads uh, and there's no combat. There's no telling off for being slightly disruptive. Mm. Mm. How how has fitness helped you for yourself with your ADHD? Okay, so going right back to an early age, every sport I did was a solo sport: uh, running, swimming, cycling, and then into gyms myself. And what I'd, I think over the years I realised it's my strategy to help me release happy brain chemicals, to help me feel almost 
accepted normal I don't know mm. but it's just given me that that route that, that um, sense of assurance as well maybe a sense of being able to communicate with others through exercise yeah uh, and and yeah, and that again naturally is just progress and how I've helped other people. Mm. Yeah. And I can see because you worked, you said worked in the NHS. Mm. Um, in was it more in the kind of mental health? Yeah. So health I, I worked at um, for Surrey Borders NHS. I worked at uh, the Langley Ward at Epsom, right, and the ACU at Chertsey, which are both secure units, okay. as a, a wellbeing and fitness instructor. Mm. Uh, and and that's where I really got a grasp of just how effective fitness and exercise is. Amazing. Not just physically, but obviously mentally. Mentally, yeah. Mm. Yeah. You also help clients because I know you're a nutritionist as well. So you you kind of devise yeah, a nutrition yeah, program, yeah. diets, that, and stuff. That's that's really individualised. This right. It's asking a lot of questions, finding out what it is that they like to eat, mm. trying to pick the best variables, and work out from there what's what you know a, a plan for them. Something structured. Okay. So if Sophie was your client, first time, never taken any exercise, and she wants to come yeah. to you and get some support, what, what what are the, can you just talk us through what would be the first thing you do with her, just to find out more about her, and what exercise yeah, so regime would benefit so, Sophie? Oh, yeah, Greg, uh, a free uh, session. <laughs> more than welcome. <laughs> more than welcome. So obviously the first thing I go through is your past history, your medical history, mm. um, any any physical um, issues we need to work around and then what is it you're looking to gain what do you want to what do you want to increase is it performance is it you know do you want to lose some body weight and then I structure a, a system around that I've, I've been in gyms for 27 years so there's not a lot I can't do mm. without blowing my own trumpet but yeah I can I can, I can put my hands to pretty much everything mm. Uh, so yeah so it, it'd be a case of what do you want to achieve I work out a plan from there mm. and then as we go on through session and session uh, I monitor our progress and if I need to make changes I will do it's exactly the same um, process as coaching yeah. in, in a, yeah, what, it is what you do it's coaching mm. yeah. I mean you know if someone comes to see me I suppose what one of the things you'd start with was what are they what's the outcome that they want what are they hoping Exactly. Get, yeah, exactly. You know. Exactly that. Um, you know, we've got Joe Wicks and we've got um, James Smith. We've got those guys for neurotypical, but there's not many people out there for people with ADHD, autism, PDA, that are pushing fitness, and it is so powerful. Mm. Yeah, the results are really, really amazing. Mm. What we can get out of a good training session. Mm. I think the difficulty. I don't know whether you you find this is that. For a lot of people, especially if they are feeling demotivated and they are perhaps suffering with, you know, an element, they may not be diagnosed with di um, depression or anxiety, but getting getting started mm. is really hard. And that feeling of, I'm not motivated, I don't feel like doing it, and getting them to the place where they, they know that they taking an action will kickstart that motivation but they just want to wait for the feeling i want to wait till i feel like i can do it like yeah. i feel like i'm motivated yeah. and it's got to be the other way around it's like just taking that really tiny action that's yeah. i think yeah. often that's the hardest bit isn't it yeah it is it is but once again once i get some so my studio is um 
it's just literally myself and the client or mm. client and carer, parent, whatever it is. Mm. There's no interruptions and we're in, we're in control between us. We control it, every element. So whether it's the heating, the lighting, mm. music, mm. fresh air, whatever it is, we control everything. So I try and make it a, a safe space mm. almost. So like I say, there's no one watching us. There's mm. no interruptions. We can just get on with what we want to mm. do. Can say what you want to say. And, and I never let anyone apologize for anything. Mm. And never allow anyone to say sorry. It is just, we go for it. Can I make a yeah. comment about yeah. this? So yeah. I've always been into sport mm -hmm. and fitness. Although I would say this at this particular moment in my life, I've, I'm doing less than I than I have for a long, long time. But I I went through a period where I was very, very focused on it, and I worked with a personal trainer, and um, and she was fantastic, and I loved the gym, and um, she changed gyms. She moved from the gym that I was at and started doing her sessions in another gym. No problem. It was a massive problem for me. Mm -hmm. I and I thought and I remember at the time thinking, this is pre diagnosis. What is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? She's it's the same trainer, it's the same sessions. I love her, I love our sessions, I can see the benefit. And I had to go to this other gym and I hated it. Mm. I absolutely hated it. It was the I don't know, it was the light or the heat or the surroundings or the unfamiliarity of it. I just didn't want to be there and this is why i like to control everything mm. with the client mm. if it's too bright i've got dimmers mm. if the music's too loud i can turn mm. it down mm. whatever it is we can adjust yeah and it's you know this is it was not my trainer's fault at all she didn't no. i didn't know what was going on i just yeah. thought i'm a nightmare <laughs> i just thought i'm cheap what's you know what's wrong with you she's just another gym yeah. just go I, I, but this the feeling that i had inside me was so not okay and now I know why. Hmm. It's just that sensory thing yeah. and the familiarity, and you know, it really, really, I struggled with it. So, sorry, I just you no, know, no, it's it, just it's, interesting it's, that you said it's a very valid point. And, yeah. and when I look back in my life, I, I recognise the same thing as you're mm. saying. Mm. You know, changes sometimes are are difficult, mm. um, and that's. I think that's why I like where I'm based because there is no unfamiliarities. There mm. is just what I've got set out and and I, and I think it just creates ease mm. 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 and I think I think this is also a really good point where it, it shows that this thing this kind of thing is very difficult for people to understand when it doesn't make logical sense no. you know and this is where I I, I don't I try and steer away from neurotypical, neurodivergent because I think it's separate. I don't, I don't like that separation. It's like you, them, and us. You know, it's not my approach. But I, I totally get why someone whose brain doesn't work like mine wouldn't get it. You know, they go, I don't. You know, it doesn't make logical sense. But it is my experience, and I think the more we can encourage people who have that experience to know that that's okay and that there are going to be people who don't understand it but that's okay you understand it for yourself connect with yourself with it it's really important and to feel confident that that's okay to feel like that 
Um, yeah. yeah. I, I like the, the point that you personalise it to the client, like yeah. what you're mm. saying, for the temperature, the environment, and it's one-to-one mm. as well. Yeah. Uh, we live in a world where it's very, there's so much go, that goes on around where you, you typically go to a shopping centre or out and about. There's so much sensory stimulation there that is. could be gone through. Yeah. That can then impact an individual from taking part in an activity, in, in this case fitness, going to the gym, for example, yeah. uh, in addition to the motivation, getting started and things. So, um, but I think you, th- this space that you you feeling like as I said, I, I haven't come across any any other fitness instructors out there. I don't know about you, Sophie. No, that I haven't. Are specifically targeting neurodiverse client groups and the the, the age groups that you work with as well, yeah. and the kind of regimes that you incorporate is to make it quite fun for people to to want to take part yeah, in, in that. Every session, I I like to think I've got a personal approach to every session and a personal connection to each of my clients, whether they're children or adults. Mm. And I like them to feel that they've got that comfort instead of just being another client, you know, on a conveyor belt, right, next one, next one. It's not the case. Every client, I had a young girl this uh, this morning who has ADHD and uh, she's become a superstar. She's 11 and her, and she just loves the box. Mm, Absolutely loves it. And the smile on her face, when, as soon as she starts, is just incredible. And I get a bigger buzz of that as as, as she does, as her mum does, as her dad does. I, you know, I love it so much because I can see the result that the exercise is having mm. and the benefit. Mm. And when you see a young child that is having a tough time and they come to you and they've got that amazing smile the minute they start, Honestly, it, it, and that's what makes it so powerful. Mm. It's amazing, it really is. Mm. Yeah, no, no, I definitely. I think exercise in general, it's it's good for everyone. It is, and I think to to incorporate. Uh, even if someone is on medication, I'm sure you come across clients who are yeah. on medication. Yeah. A combination of exercise and motivation, yeah. and, and medication, medication yeah. uh, will be quite beneficial for for them as well. Yeah. Um, and and with your your own, did you say you got two kids? I've got three. Yeah. Oh, you got three. Right. Yeah. Okay. And how many have uh, diagnosis of ADHD? Uh, so my daughter is autistic, and right. my uh, youngest son is autistic ADHD. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Are they also part of the whole kind of fitness? Yeah. Yeah. No. M- um, both of them. Yeah. They they love they love to they love to come to the studio. They love training. They love gaming as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Typically, that. <laughs> um, which we try to restrict as much as possible, but. Yeah, they love it, especially my daughter. She's a, a massive, massive, becoming a, a bit of a gym bunny at 11. She, yeah, she really enjoys it. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you still working in the NHS or have you completely No, left? no, uh, I'm not with the NHS now. It's just right. solely my my own uh, my own form of therapy. And are, are you, do you work with other people or is it just yourself? Just myself. Right. And yeah. whereabouts are you based? Guildford. In, so yeah. local? Yeah, local, local very local. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah just based in Onzo Village. Uh, I've got a studio there got an outdoor um a small outdoor uh park being built as well so we can enjoy the sun mm. come, oh, lovely. You know, when we eventually get some sun <laughs> yeah, yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> uh yeah and you know all the equipment i've got there is specific to you know what what i do daily i don't just buy equipment for the sake of it everything is multi-purpose and everything is kind of geared towards my my uh adhd and autistic clients a lot of sensory stuff Mm. A lot of slamming, impact stuff, like I say, a lot of pushing, pulling, mm. all the stuff that seems to really work well. Some of our young people that I see, um, some of them present with some anger issues yeah. as well. And, and 
a form of exercise might be a way of channeling that. <coughs> yeah. Not just the excess yeah. energy, but the that that fuel of anger inside them. Yeah. Uh, be it boxing or like taking on. Yeah. So uh, one example is a, a young lad who's 15 that I train now, and his schooling has turned around massively, according to his parents, because of what we do together, the boxing. He he's in. He was regularly getting into trouble, getting into tensions. Now through mm. what we do and the way he channels his anger with me, mm. he, he's actually doing really well at school now for the first time. Um, so yeah. you know, that's a positive. Yeah, It's got to be right. I think we will, now we live in a world where everyone wants to be indoors, they don't yeah. want to exercise. Yeah. You mentioned about gaming there yeah. and it's hard to get kids off <laughs> computer yeah. games yeah. and stuff, let alone think about engaging them in some sort of exercise. In, in terms of just consistency with someone coming through, mm. uh, do you find that's an issue? Someone might come in, maybe engage in a few sessions, and then that just kind of works no. off after? Or? Uh, I just think because of my background, my children, and what I've done in the past, I don't. my engagement just works. Mm. Uh, and if you go on my Instagram page, you'll see some videos of what I've done and how I engage with the kids, the motivation. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm very lucky. Mm. But once I've got a client I, I tend to keep them for a, a good period and, and really get some great results mm. talking, talking um, of Instagram your phone's gone off oh right okay yeah, what does that just, mean yeah, I need to press, <laughs> need to press the button again <laughs> keep talking selfie okay, okay. no it's fine well the thing is if, if clients stay with you they don't stay with you for your benefit they stay with you for, for their benefit so that means something Absolutely. is is working well yeah I um I, I, it's just it is that engagement it's just especially with the youngsters it's just how you approach this session it's how you talk to them on a level yeah. you find familiarities you find their likes uh, there's one young lad who's a, a massive Tottenham fan I'm not a football yeah. fan at all yeah. but I try and engage with him Yeah, and, and it just clicks yeah and I think you, so many um interventions that either parents do or school do you know that they, they are the kids tend to see them as something that they have to do they don't want to do it that's right and actually i suppose coming to you they would very quickly realize that actually you're on their side yeah you're not working on behalf of their parents that's right you're working on behalf of the school you're working with them hmm. And when they realise, obviously, I have ADHD yeah. uh, myself, you build that familiarity. Yeah. They settle in a lot easier. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, I use gaming. I, I do talk about gaming because of my children, mm. you know, enjoying their gaming sessions. Mm. I can, you know, communicate with them through that, which, mm. again, you get a spark. Mm. And that works. It's just, it's finding familiarities and not just with with a normal session where it'd be right we're going to do this okay well done we're going to move on to this we're doing this because it will work this with what i do with with the adhd kids um i can almost have a bit of a conversation about their life at the same time and it doesn't impact on what we're doing mm. so yeah again just familiarities conversation engagement mm. I was looking at your website earlier, I was saying to Sophie that usually before I have guests come on, mm. I um, I tend to Google them and see what, what they have. Mm. And I was looking on your website at like six o'clock this morning and you mentioned about <laughs> something about 
uh, when you were growing up, what got you into exercise, like most of your peers, yeah. really didn't sound like they were into that sort of, you know, getting fit exercise. They were doing kind of into kind of, um, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger and yeah, all of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Whilst you were, um, I think you were introduced to the gym or you went to the gym for the first time on your 18th, 18th birthday. 18th birthday, first thing. I was waiting for the doors to open. Literally, oh, really? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Who? How did that? Was it your parents that kind of said, "Right, listen, you need"? Yeah, I just think it was something I'd always wanted to do. Mm. So I, I could, as a kid, I could never get into any team sports. I could football, rugby, basketball. You I didn't just enjoy it. I didn't enjoy being okay. in a team. I, I don't know whether that was because I didn't want to rely on anyone else. I yeah. don't know if that was the effect of the ADHD at a young age. I'm not sure what it was. But team sports have never been for me. It's always been a solo sport. And obviously, growing up in an era where you've got your Arnold Schwarzenegger and yeah. you know, Sylvester Stallone films and what have you, you know, it was just a, I guess it was just something that appealed to me. And, and yeah, 18th birthday, first one through the door, signed up, and that was it. <laughs> and where I went. You ever looked behind, you ever looked back since? A few times, but that's a different story. <laughs> so, um, do you, so in terms of getting referrals how do people like reach out to you is just through kind of contacting you on a, the website? a lot is word of mouth right. um, parents Instagram Facebook uh, my website just the normal channels do you, do you get professional referrals from GPs or other no no? no no I'm no surprised mm. I'm very surprised are, that, are they allowed to are GPs allowed to do that um, I am sorry go on Planning. I am. I'm a, I'm a qualified GP referral specialist, actually. Okay. So I, I, my job is that I prescribe exercise. Yeah. That's my therapy, but that is also my qualification right. as a GP referral specialist. Mm. So I can prescribe exercise um, to all manner of different ailments, injuries, disabilities. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm not just a, a personal trainer or coach. That is my my proper qualification. Mm which again has given weight behind what I do mm. just I think if, if um, that mutual um, client of ours hadn't mentioned uh, me about you yeah. I wouldn't have known about what you do mm. and uh, as I said I was fascinated right, right from the beginning and they were, taught, they were describing how they found it beneficial for themselves so this is an adult client yeah. with uh, ADHD right. and also their son, son. son. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's got ADHD um, and and so that 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 in itself, because I know of this young person I'd worked yeah. with for a number of years, and you know, as you say, the transformation and how much he really really enjoyed. And he was telling me about some of the things you've done with him, and you can tell he's getting really excited about it. So it's it, it's but for me, the adults, I think, yeah, but it's the children that I find right. can be a bit of a challenge to actually get them to buy into this. Yeah, um, you know, just give it a try, even you know, just to see if they might like oh. it or not. Um, so that's in my head as you were talking there that's why I'm trying to see how that might fit how can I uh, promote it to some of our clients to say you know it might be worth because ex exercise I think everyone goes and you know, when you go to the GP everyone yeah. kind of says you know exercise is very important people know that but to actually take that step like what Sophie was saying to actually go right listen I need to find a personal trainer yeah. that, that is the challenge isn't it so the, yeah the challenge like I said is the under I have that understanding yeah uh, and you know a, a wealth of knowledge now not just because I've been in gyms for so long but because of the mental health stuff my own ADHD my son and everyone I've worked with 
I try to make my sessions as light-hearted as possible, but serious at the same time. I, I've got a job to do, you know, not just physically, but I like, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to create a, a mental happiness, I don't know if that's the right word, but I, I still bring in as much light-heartedness as I can. I like, sometimes I'll fall around for a second or two. You know, it might be I'll start breakdancing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just because I can't keep still or <laughs> whatever it is. But I, I, I do try to bring in as, as much fun into a session as I can. Mm. No eight, ten-year-old wants to come and do a serious 30 minutes or 60-minute session. No. They don't want that. They want that bit of fun, a bit of you know, silliness, just for a second, and then back to work. Then a rest, then a bit of silliness mm. if need be. Or, like I said earlier, the, the, you know, the the familiarity, the, the communication about the gaming or football or whatever it might be. For, for people that don't live locally in Guildford, uh, who might be interested in kind of uh, finding out about yourself, do you, I know you offer some virtual sessions That's right, as yeah. well. Yeah, virtual uh, sessions and, and online coaching. Online coaching, yeah. right. How, how does that work? Uh, the, very simple. I have an, an online calendar. You pick a time, you fill out the form, I'll contact via Zoom or phone call, whatever system works whatever they're happier with discuss needs as I would do face to face and then I'll set out a, a, a training schedule and then we'll monitor that over week uh, either weekly or fortnightly mm. yeah going back to lockdown I think most of us got into Joel Wicks didn't we yeah <laughs> no did you not no oh yeah I know I think we, some of us overdid it and yeah, I ended up having physio off my knees <laughs> so yeah uh, just, I, I agree with you I think Joe yeah, Wicks I, there's I think the mainstream Wicks fitness is, guys like Joe yeah. Wicks and stuff so, look, he, I think he's done a fantastic job yeah, bringing, yes. bringing fitness you know right out in, into the into the world but yeah. what I what I'm doing is slightly different um, just because I don't think people realise just what a great thing exercise is mm. for our happy brain chemicals, for, yeah. for, you know, for people that struggle to release those happy brain chemicals, and I'm, I, I just want to bring that out to everyone, mm. even if it's if it's someone that doesn't want to leave the house. I can still cater for them. I can still help them if they're not comfortable leaving the house and going into a public gym in that setting there is a workout I can still do with you at home. Mm. It doesn't have to be in the gym. Obviously, it's beneficial, but it doesn't have to be. Mm. It's just getting people moving, getting, yeah. you know, get the heart Yeah, and it doesn't, so just, it doesn't have to be presented as a workout, does it? No. You know, it's just like you say, it is, it is getting people moving, getting people into their bodies and out of their heads, which is, as we know, with ADHD, <laughs> that's I think for most people that's their go-to they're in the head yeah the head is too busy it's too noisy it's too dominant most of the time yeah and that's where a lot of the so getting into Uh the body is really really important and you you say about the noisy part again going back to my studio that is the beauty of it because there isn't any there's no interruptions There's, there's not lots of voices in the background there's nothing that will startle you Mm. which I think is really important I, I suffer terribly with that I can't handle too many noises at once mm. I don't know about you guys but yeah. I can't if, if there's too much in the background I I either shut up or, or shut off or I'll leave because yeah. I just can't it's too much mm. do, do you have like do you ever work with schools for example like funny enough I'm going to do a talk at a school next week 
Okay. Just the benefits on, on exercise. Yeah. Just general or targeted towards neurodiversity or general towards benefits? N- towards neurodiversity, yeah. Their pupils there. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've got a talk uh, next month in London. I- I've got a few things going on this summer. Yeah, World Game yeah. Festival where I'm on a panel, uh, a couple of talks. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you ever, do you only work with clients with a diagnosis of ADHD or some of them you you might then pick up because I know you've kind of sent us a few clients referrals is that because you were working with them and you kind of people I work with yeah right yeah right. yeah they, they've obviously I've got some of your leaflets actually in the studio and they've seen them and, and they've inquired oh I wonder yeah. why our referral rates went up <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah no yeah I, I do I, I work I still do work with some neurotypical but my passion my love it is with your diversion hmm just because I think I get it. That's yeah, because yeah. you relate to the experience of it. You, you know, it's a yeah. personal thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where did you see your journey in the next five years with all of this? <laughs> World <laughs> domination. Good question. <laughs> yeah. No, just I, I, I would just like the. I'd just like to be able to reach as many people across the country. Yeah. And and show them what they can achieve. And the. Know, given that increasing their self-worth their assurance their sense of normality whatever it might be whatever it brings to them I'd like to be able to reach as many neurodivergent people across the country and help them in in whatever way I can mm. no I'm 100% I'm with you on that so do, do you have leaflets at all that you brought with you for us no I brought some business cards oh, you got business I was card. going to bring donuts but I thought it might not be a good mm. idea <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Uh, do you know what? Next time, um, I can I can bring the cameras to your studio. Yeah, it'd be great. We, we can do a, a live session. Yeah, why don't we? Sophie can be our guinea pig. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. You should both do it. Yeah, uh, or I should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be fun. Actually, yeah, mm. we should. Yeah, because I think if people can see it. We Absolutely. Can do it live. Yeah, no, I think it'd be a great idea. Yeah, just it just show gives me a second to to you know show people what what just through the simple few simple um, exercises mm. what can achieve you know what what we can bring out the best in you mm. you know giving you a happy brain chemical release excellent um, do, do you want to tell us about your website and social media sort of pages people can reach you out yeah it's just Dan Jenny Fitness J-E-N-N-E-Y which is Instagram and uh, it's danjennyfitness.co.uk my website um, and if they, yeah, if they can't find me, I'm sure I'm on your friends list. Yeah, yeah, yeah on Instagram, yeah. Yeah, of course, absolutely. So yeah, we'll yeah spread the word. I'm always happy. I'm, I'm I love talking to people when I've got the time. I, I love you know I get a lot of questions through the day, and I, and I love answering them because the questions are always different. You know, yeah. So it's nice. It's nice. It's nice to hear from people, and it's nice to hear people when they they take an action into their own hands. They'll go and join a gym, or they'll maybe just run up and down the garden. And you hear how they feel. It's great. It must be quite rewarding because I look from some of your social media posts, uh, the, the transformation you see in people, where mm. you know, the pre and the post. Yeah, for you, it's quite satisfaction. Yeah, it? it really is. I, I, especially when. Um, As in tr- physical transformation. Oh yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, 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 both actually. But I'm that type of person. I, I'm one of those. That they'll mow the lawn, 
and when they're finished they'll stop and look back and think oh I've just did that that's great yeah. I, I, I like to see that yeah so when I see a client that's lost um, you know a substantial amount of weight and uh, perhaps they were pre-diabetic mm. and now the doctors are giving them all clear for example you know it's a great feeling yeah mm. and if I can do that mentally and physically it's even better excellent any final thoughts Sophie anything you want to know from Dan no, not really. I mean, I just, I, it just kind of brings up a few things for me because I, I was saying to Arch earlier that I've always, I was very sporty mm. when I was young. I uh, did a lot of hockey, did a lot of netball, did a lot of tennis, um, and I, re I wanted to be a PT instructor in the army. <laughs> now I'm a flute player and a coach. Uh, it's really for odd, but I've, I've, but I've always loved moving yeah. you know I I just I just enjoy being physically active and I went through a period of um, time where I actually when I was training with this um, uh, my the personal trainer at the time I uh, started preparing for a bikini fitness model competition oh, well <laughs> as you do um, this was pre-diagnosis and I entered into it with just total Ad obsession I was just you know and so I did I was doing lots and lots of weight training I absolutely loved it I loved it and now when I look back I think it was so structured you know the way the workouts were so structured it was it was all about sets and reps yeah. and weight and seeing the weight increase a little bit and it was all about measuring your macros and in I mean probably not healthy in terms of you know it's very difficult to live your life in a well-rounded way it's not sustainable for sure but for me in the way my brain works i it, i just loved it because i i understood all the concepts that went into it what works what you know what happens when you do this what happens when you manipulate that supplement and you know and because I'm I have ADHD I'm also mm. autistic and just it just I just loved it it's yeah the obsession the obsession side of things mm. I, I get that and I see that mm. all the time with my clients mm. it's and, and I, it's, it's a, to be aware of it I'm, I'm aware of it now mm. this is pre-diagnosis and I know I can see what was fueling that now I'm not saying that I you know well you know I might do it again I don't know but I now can look back and go, yeah, makes sense. My approach to it now yeah. makes sense. So I was the same. I, I literally lived and breathed training. Mm. I had, I could not miss a session. I would I would beat myself up if I missed a session. Mm. You know, I had to be in bed at nine o'clock. Mm. Had to be up at a certain time. I had mm. to eat this. And, mm. and we do become obsessed about things very easily. Mm. I do. I'm, I'm one of those mm. people that, you know, if I order something from Amazon. Mm. I'm checking daily when's yeah. it coming mm. you know I can't wait for it to come can't mm. wait to open it up or mm. whatever it might be mm. um, and, and exercise definitely is something you can become sometimes too obsessive over mm. and you have to bring a little bit of balance to your life mm. which is something that I do make sure a lot of my clients do you know find something else to, uh, as well as the exercise find something else you can do to, to you know to, to, to bring about your, your brain chemical release that, mm. that reward but this system. is the this is the knowledge piece that we were talking about, isn't it? When yeah. as soon as someone knows, 
what you're dealing with as soon as you you're aware okay so wow okay so this collection of things means that actually i have adhd then you can go okay so now this makes sense so now i know this this what leads to this is that okay is that healthy do i want that or do i want to change it and by it's only when you have that awareness and you have that diagnosis and you have that knowledge that you can begin to do something about it before that i mean how would you know you you just think you know you end up with a label of being obsessive or difficult or so yeah going back to what i said it was i I recognized myself especially as a youngster in my son yeah brought about my diagnosis Mm. i i i always thought i was a um, I was in trouble a lot at school mm. but I wasn't actually now I look back I was troubled perhaps not yeah. troubled probably uh, maybe were, yeah yeah, yeah. it was troubled you know and, and there's so many different scenarios now that I look back because I was diagnosed late I look back on things and, and I realise it makes sense what I did or why I did what I did mm. That, yeah. I don't know if you hear that a lot, do you? Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We, we were discussing it before you came in as well, just about, you know, you, sometimes it's about the acceptance part of it once you've had the diagnosis and some people might then tend to look back and go and start looking at some of the things that they've done and start questioning yeah. like, oh, yeah. In a way, you can understand yourself as to why some things have happened or led yeah. you to go down a certain path. Uh, but the key thing is then the acceptance of where you are now and accepting okay this is what I've got Mm. and okay how can I then use this to then spur me on going forward which Mm. is I I think um, also that's great what you said because you also have then more acceptance of others as well understand it it makes it easier to understand other people and their reactions to things yeah you know suddenly it's not quite what you think it is were people around you surprised when you Got the diagnosis of age. No, not, oh, well, not really. No, <laughs> no, not one, not one bit. Okay. And do you know the funny thing? Well, literally, as I was being told, yeah, you have ADHD. I was watching two pigeons in, in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> you know, I was watching these two pigeons, and you know, yeah, I, was, I, was, I was completely focused on something else. You know, it was it was quite comical, but no, no one was surprised at all. Yeah, not at all. Mm. What what support have you had post diagnosis apart from your um, self kind of exercise and stuff? So I think uh, none really, and mm. that's through my own choice because I think over and I, I don't know if you will recognise this, but over the years um, I've built up my own strategies in life, mm. right down to where I put my car keys when I get home, mm. that type of thing, mm. um, and it's kind of worked well for me. So that is. Yeah, no, n- nothing really, mm. because of what I've I've achieved off my own back and how I've kind of lived my life. It's it's interesting. A lot of adults realizing or putting so- themselves forward for an ADHD assessment mm. at the back of their children being diagnosed, yeah. isn't it? Sometimes you then wonder if they not had the kids, would they that penny would have dropped at some point? No, I you know I don't think so. I, I I don't think in my case I don't think I would have. Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, I, suppose I don't think I, I don't what, think, what do I, think well I, I, I suppose it's difficult to say isn't it it's, yeah. but I yeah I, I don't think I would 
I, I suppose having kids in general tests your ADHD to the limit anyway in general just oh raising <laughs> having to contend with everything that comes with being a parent uh, yeah. so that can then maybe show you some of your traits even more yeah. compared to someone I'm not saying someone with ADHD uh, who has kids mm. presents more with ADHD than people that don't have but mm. I suppose yeah that can then seeing it in real time your child going through the struggles mm. and then making use that to question yourself and how you handle certain situations and you start to think oh if I was to get that the diagnosis might make maybe things easier I can mm. understand my child a bit more and I can understand myself more or maybe mm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I I mean I don't think I didn't know anything about ADHD until it was mentioned by the child psychologist that you know was was looking at us as a family and 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 looking at my daughter and I remember I mean, years before that, going to the doctor and saying, you know, talking about my daughter and saying, we just don't know what to, you know, we we don't know, you know, and the doctor going, "Mm, okay, well, go and have a look at this and fill this out, you know, and it was an autism questionnaire. And we took it home. And I, I honestly can't remember when this was, but it was a long time ago. And and we started to read it and we went, what? You know, did, did, did she sit in a corner and flap her hands? No. Does she line up her toys in, in a, you know, is she, no. You know, and we got about halfway through and went, no, it's rubbish. It's not her. Throw it in the bin. She's autistic. She's autistic. And she now has a diagnosis of, of autism. And uh, it's so clear. It's so clear. But that questionnaire that we got from the GP, which is our first line into looking into what might have been going on, we dismissed it out of hand because it just was not applicable to her yeah. in any way, shape or form. And that goes back to the actual term ADHD. Well, if, if I was to use the example of ADHD, mm-hmm. that, can't be, that, can, that can be quite misleading as well. Yeah, absolutely. Someone reading the term and thinking, yeah. no, it, it doesn't. They might have issues that are not apparent as the hyperactivity or yeah. the, what the term ADHD describes. They might yeah. be you know, struggling with emotional dysregulation yeah. or the executive functioning, which some of, these, some of the rating scales and questionnaires that you're referring to doesn't really capture. Mm-hmm. So I can kind of understand where you can complete a questionnaire which might not be applicable, some of the traits described mm. in that in there, but if there was to do a, an executive function question, for example, mm. motion dysregulation, that might then flag up more issues with, yeah. within that. So, yeah, yeah I think Or if someone was even to go through that questionnaire with you yeah. and interpret it, so it, it's the same question, but maybe phrased differently or mm. a different example or... Yeah. Because, I mean... Certainly for me, you know, I have a very literal brain. If there's a question there, I go, mm, no, yes. I can't struggle sometimes to see outside of that. And because I know when I had my when I had my assessment for autism, a lot of the time was spent with the psychologist actually explaining the questions to me. So if, if you just took the literal question, I wasn't sure how to answer it. So we had to work around it. And, and that in itself tells you something but it's it's just really it's really hard it's it's very very hard i'm not surprised yeah, that lots yeah. of people get missed yeah talking of literal funny you used to say that this is us this is us at home mm. 
we are a literal household so if my wife says right we're going to if we're going somewhere right we're leaving in a minute within 60 seconds we're all lined up at the front door ready to go mm. and that is how literal our household is mm. it, it's amazing it, it, yeah. It, yeah it's fun at times and, and, and not and, at others <laughs> <laughs> how does your wife um, how, how is she just understanding yourself a in, person. in a neurodiverse household <laughs> my wife's a very brave tough person yeah no, she, she's extremely understanding. She's, yeah. she's learned so much. She's done so many courses herself before and back. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, mainly for her, for her children. Um, but yeah, she's very understanding. She copes really well. Um, my son, he can be um, energetic at times. Mm. And she deals with it really well. You know, mm. she knows how to bring him down, how to regulate him. My daughter, um, hers is more social. Mm. They're both high functioning, both in mainstream schools. Um, but yeah, my daughter, her, her, her is more of, of a social thing. Um, but yeah, my wife, yeah, she's very amazing. She goes with a lot. She deals with a lot, you know, and she deals with all EHCP, local authority, schooling, everything. Mm. She does an amazing job. Excellent, excellent, amazing. Um, so yeah. Just to just to round things off, I think um, for anyone, I'm I'm, tr I'm just looking on our social media to see if there's any questions that have come through. I only got Instagram live on here. I'm sure there's some questions that might be thrown your way. Sure. So what I'll do is obviously we've got your contact details, yeah, Dan, yeah, and we'll you. definitely stay in touch and definitely, um, yeah. definitely want to record that live. Um, you know, podcast, we whatever you want to call it, at your studio. So you're based in, uh, is it near where you? Where you live, or yeah, oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, it's it's right where I live. Yeah. I'm sorry, this is quite handy. Yeah, so my studio is built at the, the far end of my garden. Okay, so parking and everything is, is it and easy. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't got to go far to work. That's right then. She's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. it's it, I, I don't know if you've seen the, any videos of my studio, and I'll show you. I have. Um, um, I've, as I said, I'm, I've been. I follow you. Know, we follow you on, yeah. on your social media, and I've looking on your website mm. as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's good setup. It's a great setup. Like yeah. I said, I've got the outdoor bit as well, so we can enjoy the sun, which I, I think it, you know is very valuable. It's being able to train in the sun. Yeah. Just being Sometimes. outside. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thanks, Dan. Thanks Thank for, you. Thanks nice for having me. I appreciate it. Nice to finally meet you. And you. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, Sophie, as usual, um, always a pleasure. So. Those are my guests that I've had, um, Sophie Johnson and Dan Jenny. Dan is a fitness coach uh, specialising with clients with neurodiversity. And I'm sure you work with other clients as well. Is that yeah. neurodiversity your kind of main area of speciality? Uh, it's my main passion, but yeah, I, I do. I, I work with other clients, other clients okay. as well. What we'll do, we'll drop your contact details Thank in you. the description of this podcast, and people can obviously watch it back because we've been live streaming on our social media platforms as well. So. Guys, thank you. Thank you. Thank I'll, you. Let, I'll let you go now. You. <laughs> you can go and enjoy whatever's left of the sun now. <laughs> Back to work. Back to work. Yeah. All right. Take thank care, you. guys. Cheers. Thank you.